listeners, in, in the 38 years since today's Garfield aired, a whole lot of shit has happened. <laughs> You're wondering why we didn't address any of it in the podcast. It's, yeah. you know, honestly, John and I just haven't been keeping up with the news in the last 38 years. So we're really just haven't been paying attention to the 40 years of police brutality. I don't know why it just it just hasn't uh, flown across my radar. Really not clear what's happened in since 1982, John. I Look, I hope that all is well with Premier Andropov and his United Soviet Socialist Republics. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's probably fine. We say hats off to you, Comrade Andropov, who may or may not be the Soviet premier in 1982. Honestly, cannot remember. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, defund the police. Yeah, fair enough. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. More important now than ever before. More relevant to the world you That's live false. in. My name is the the best use of our time currently. <laughs> My name is Christopher Winter and I am Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. John, today's Monday, March 29th, 1982, and today we are reading the 1380th ever Garfield. John, what happens in today's highly relevant and topical Garfield? In today's Garfield, this one has birds in it. There are various colors living happily together in a loving, mutually supportive community. Garfield intimates that he wishes to kill them. So true. Actually, I think this is topical, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was, I was, I was, yeah. yeah I was going to say pleasantly surprised. That is not the <laughs> that is not the correct adverb, John. Garfield Garfield thinks shoot the motherfuckers. <laughs> I was surprised <laughs> by how topical today's Garfield is. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. Pan, okay. Panel one. Garfield is outside. He's sitting on the grass. He's looking up at a tree, and we just see the tree trunk. That's panel one. Yeah, he looks very satisfied. Smug, very even. Possibly smug. Yeah. yeah. In the second panel, we depart from Garfield entirely. Thank um, God. God, the top I hope of a tree. we never return to Garfield. I hope, this hope, hopefully this he never it, comes folks. back. Um, I, presumably, this is the same tree. I think we can kind of, you know, yeah. take that as red. Yeah. Um, there's no certainly no hard, hard evidence to it towards it. Um, but there's a there's like a shit fuck ton of birds in this tree. It's a lot of birds. It's an uncountable number of birds, John. Yeah, one, two, three, four, Nine. many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all peeping. Yeah. Uh, except for the red one. Yeah. And oh, I guess the, I guess no. There's two that aren't. Peeping. All different colors oh. of birds, John. Red, blue, gray. Wait a Orange. Minute. Okay. Orange seems I, like an unrealistic color. I have a revised color. update here. Okay. okay. There, uh, several of the nests have multiple birds. Uh-huh. Their multiple birds are contained within the space that is the net. Yeah, the nest. As, as is well known, John, birds be cohabitating. Yeah, the one in the center is very like ostentatiously not peeping. Mm, I would say it's keeping its own counsel. As is the gray one on the left. Yeah. Anywho, these birds anyway, all look yeah. happy together, and they're they're living in a in a you know diverse bird community. Even, uh, socialist utopia. Even though all their nests look exactly the same, and honestly, it looks a little bit like they're wearing grass skirts. Now that I look closely, 
It could be that, you know, they have to assimilate to the culture and country that they're living in, which is mm. why their houses look all the same. You think these mm. birds might be immigrants, Christine? Uh, they, 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 yes, they, they could be immigrants. Um, they could have been uh, brought in uh, un, um, forcefully. I mean, who knows? They could be m- invasive species. My, okay, well, okay, you call them invasive species, John. That's wow. That's dehuman. You know what? We're not going to get into it because I really do not have time this week. I cannot. No, emphasize- it's like fucking. I. Like the Europeans bring in like their starlings in and shit, and then they become like like just ecological devastators. Okay, I feel like right now you're just waving a red flag in front of me, a well-known bull, as like to get me to discuss Alfred Crosby and his well-known book, Ecological Imperialism. John, a seminal work in environmental history. It's really bringing to get. No, I'm not going to do. I don't have time. Yeah, for we this. don't really have time for that. So in the final panel, Our it's Garfield to again. You, Alfred He's Crosby, at the bottom of the tree and he thinks it looks like there will be a bumper crop of cat food this year. And the joke is that he's referring to the birds as food. He's going to slaughter he's a cat. and eat other sentient creatures. Not because he has to, John. John Arbuckle feeds Garfield every day. Because he likes to. Yeah, Garfield is an omnivore. Garfield enjoys killing. He eats everything. This orange monster... That's what omni means, Orange Chris. monster understands only the language of force and violence. And he must be stopped. <laughs> In panel four, Garfield holds a, bo- a Bible awkwardly. <laughs> and after oh, tear gassing... Yeah, tear gas is the birds. John, Uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the Jungian Jungian school of comic strip critical analysis. Thank you to tagline author, not currently on my screen, hard to know. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice, or do something else more valuable with your time. Thank you and good night. Yeah, definitely do that. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.